1: Whether you're thinking of divorcing your narcissistic spouse, right in the middle of it, or have finalized your divorce, the tactics are the same. If this sounds like you, you need to know about Christine Hammond's new masterclass series, How to Survive a Divorce with a Narcissist. In this four-hour video series, Christine Hammond introduces the toxic tactics that narcissists use to abuse, humiliate and manipulate you, and teaches you exactly how to recognize these tactics and navigate through them with mastery and confidence. How to Survive a Divorce with a Narcissist is a deep dive, a masterclass that'll show you how narcissists use tactics like bait and switch, scare tactics, roller coaster ride, and child's play. It's How to Survive a Divorce with a Narcissist, a four-hour recorded video masterclass with Christine Hammond. For more information or to purchase today, just go to growwithchristine.com forward slash narcissism. That's growwithchristine.com forward slash narcissism. This masterclass will change your life. Again, that's growwithchristine.com forward slash narcissism. This is Understanding Today's Narcissist, brought to you in part by PsychCentral.com. And now, here's your host, Christine Hammond.
0: Given the recent rise in COVID cases across the country, I thought today would be a great day to talk about how a narcissist treats their COVID spouse. So I'm going to give you the story of Kathy. Kathy woke up early in the morning around 5 a.m. with her phone ringing. She had a stay-at-home order in place where she was, so she was immediately worried that someone she knew had COVID. On the line was her narcissistic dad, Um, and he didn't normally call her at that time, so she was immediately on high alert. Of course, he skipped all of the niceties and immediately started in with what a terrible daughter she was. He explained that our mother was sick with covid and that somehow it was Kathy's fault. He gave no details about our mom's illness and when Kathy tried to inquire he abruptly hung up the phone. She tried calling him back but he refused to answer. Naturally, Kathy went in panic mode. It's winter time like right now and despite a huge snowstorm she risked being on the road, defied her stay-at-home orders and headed to her parents' house. Her mom was really surprised to see her, knowing nothing about the early morning call from her dad. It turned out her mom was diagnosed with COVID, but she was quarantined at home and didn't need any hospitalization. The doctor had given strict instructions for her to rest, sleep, take some medication, and reduce all stress in her life. Since they caught it in the early stages, there was hope that it would not advance and get any worse. As Kathy and her mom pieced together the panic phone call, they realized what really upset her dad. Her mom was no longer able to do many of the things around the house, and her dad, instead of picking up the slack, wanted Kathy to do the work. Kathy was furious at her dad, but also knew that her mom needed some help. So she stayed. Kathy instinctively knew that she was going to receive many early morning, vague phone calls from her dad going forward. This was going to be the first in a long list of many. So she decided to equip herself with knowledge as to why and how a narcissist treats their ill spouse. Here's what she found. So we're going to look at it from the narcissist's point of view, and then we're going to look at it from the spouse's point of view. First, from the narcissist's point of view, number one, narcissists are not caretakers. In order for the narcissistic ego to thrive, it requires a constant feeding of attention, affirmation, affection, and appreciation. While they are pros at obtaining these from family, friends, and coworkers, there is no reciprocity their lack of empathy limits their ability to see that others might need some caring outside of themselves. Expecting this to happen is like asking a snake not to bite you when they're hurt. So number one, narcissists are not caretakers. Number two, narcissists avoid responsibility. While some narcissists are responsible at work, Being this way at home can be an entirely different proposal. In this case, if Kathy's dad accepted any responsibility, that would mean he might have to be held accountable for her mom's high level of stress, for instance. He might then have to, God forbid, apologize, change, or even stop blaming her. This is too much for his ego, so instead he passed his responsibility to care for his wife, onto family members. So number two, narcissists avoid responsibility. Number three, narcissists aren't servants. At the core of caretaking is a servant. Since part of the definition of narcissism includes a superiority attitude and an internal belief structure, an indentured servant is not part of that makeup. They physically, emotionally, and mentally cannot lower themselves to that place. So number three, narcissists aren't servants. Number four, narcissists protect their image. To many narcissists, a sick spouse is not the image of the perfect family that they have created. Part of their superiority comes from defining themselves as better than the average person. They are special and unique and can only be around other special and unique people. A person who is sick is beneath the average person in the narcissist's mind and therefore is not someone they can associate with. This is why many narcissists abandon their spouse at the first sign of any type of long-term illness. Number four, narcissists protect their image. So the four things about a narcissist when dealing with a sick spouse is, number one, they're not caretakers. Number two, they avoid responsibility. Number three, they aren't servants. And number four, they need to protect their image. So do you see a pattern? Even when their spouse is in need of additional care and concern, the narcissist cannot remove their ego in order to provide support. They might guilt trip other family members into helping, hire expensive services, pick this time to have an affair, and sometimes prematurely hospitalize or even institutionalize their spouse or try to. It is, after all, all about the narcissist. So... Let's talk about what happens to the sick spouse. Number one, the spouse feels abandoned. Most spouses of a narcissist are already accustomed to the unequal balance of caretaking. But one of the reasons spouses stay is that they hold on to the hope that when things get really bad, the narcissist will step up to the plate. After all, the narcissist likes to rescue other people outside the family, so why wouldn't they do it for their spouse? So when this core belief is shattered, the spouse feels a deep level of abandonment, increased insecurity, and intense anxiety about the future. So number one is the spouse feels abandoned. Number two, spouse blames themselves. Some narcissists pit this time to escalate the verbal assaults on their spouse or go completely silent as a way of expressing their anger over having to deal with a sick spouse. This negative talk or isolation is absorbed by the spouse's being ultimately their fault for getting sick in the first place. The narcissist even reinforces this idea by claiming that the spouse's improper management of stress is causing their sickness, and none of this is the narcissist's fault. So number two, the spouse blames themselves. Number three, the spouse believes the lie. Not too long after accepting full responsibility for the illness, the spouse is usually hit with another lie. The narcissist will start discounting doctors, minimizing the effects of the illness, parading others around with similar illnesses in an effort to shame their spouse into believing that the sickness is only a mental manifestation of the spouse's weakness. This is like pouring salt on an open wound. Any rebuttal from the spouse is very quickly met with anger. So number three, the spouse starts believing the lie. Number four, sadly, the spouse becomes sicker. All of this additional weight from the narcissist is too much for a sick spouse to bear, so they become even worse, not better. Some die all too early because of the increased stress and anxiety. Many studies have shown that a positive outlook and environment can actually reduce the physical effects of long-term illness, allowing some to go into remission or even recover completely. So number four, the spouse becomes sicker. So when the narcissist reacts badly to an ill spouse, the spouse goes through four things. They feel abandoned, they blame themselves, they believe the lies that they are being told, and they become sicker. So let's look back at Kathy. Kathy could no longer watch from the sidelines, so she made plans with her siblings to care for her mom without her dad's help. As frustrating as that was, it was more important for her that her mom fully recover. Then at a later date, she actually confronted her dad about it. But of course, to no avail, he still didn't accept any responsibility. I say all of this to you right now because there's a chance that you have somebody who is suffering from COVID and they have a narcissistic spouse. If you do, share this podcast with them, give them some encouragement, and give them a little bit of extra help. This is not a time for somebody who is sick to be setting boundaries. This is a time for them to heal and get better so that they can confront their narcissistic spouse in the future.
1: Thanks for listening to Understanding Today's Narcissist with Christine Hammond. Brought to you in part by PsychCentral.com. For more information, visit growwithchristine.com. .com Produced by Audavita Studios. Connect your voice to the world. Produced by Audavita Studios. Connect your voice to the world.